And welcome to the South Road Boys. I'm Joe. I'm Troy. How are you, mate? I am very good for a Monday. Yeah, what's been cracking? Ah, uh, then again, should we say it's Monday? Because do we actually, I mean, we release normally on a Sunday or a Monday. Yes. So should we, we be telling people what day it is? Does that ruin the appeal or the mysteriousness of the podcast? Can I just stop you there for one second? We've, this is episode 31. And yes. I would probably safely say at least 25 times you've said, fuck my life, because I've come up with a day of the week, <laughs> which is specifically oh, yeah. given out the yeah. date. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a point. So I don't think we're really pulling back the curtain by saying Monday. I'll give you that one, Mather. <laughs> Speaking uh, of days of the week, <laughs> I have a day of the week for it. you. I was going to try and sneak it in, but we brought it up. So, um, guess what today is? Today, I reckon, is... You should know this because it's not just been one of these stupid, obscure ones. Oh, really? Yeah, it's to do with food. Okay. Um, righto. Um, it's possibly uh, enjoy a souvlaki day. Ooh, I would enjoy a souvlaki because I don't mind a good souvlaki. What What would you say, other than KFC nuggets, <laughs> is one of your most favourite foods? Like, I, I, I could have one of these every day and die a happy man of some sort of heart disease. I'd have to go in with a uh, KFC Zinger Burger. Oh, close. Hamburger. Hamburger. Today is Hamburger Day. Hamburger Day? Yeah, not hamburger a particular day. type. Of no, not a particular just type. Just day. celebrating hamburgers around the world. So I think there were quite a few burger chains. I don't know whether or not it was in, happening in your neck of the woods, but in Melbourne, certainly a lot of the burger chains put here come in on Burger Day and will give you 20% off. I did not know that, but I will say um, it's at the 50th anniversary, I think, of the Big Mac. At the moment, it is, and they've got yeah, the yeah. super giant, ginormous, friggin' ridiculous Big Mac, the Mega Mac. Well, there you go. <laughs> See, I didn't know the name of it. <laughs> oh, I'm just guessing. <laughs> if you put Mega in front of anything, and as we all know, two two all beef patties, little sauces, pickles, onions, and sesame seed bun. Exactly. Um, you can normally call it an Uber Mac, but then an that's, Uber Mac. that's a guy called Mac that takes you home. <laughs> See, the thing is, we. Oh, hang on. When you were growing up, before you moved to the coast, did Lonnie have a Macca's? No. No, so we missed, you and I both missed out on the the name the ingredients of a Big Mac in under three seconds and get it for free. Yeah, never had that. Did you not even know this existed? No, that's a new one to me. Oh, so back in the, I think it was the, I'm going to say 70s, um, I think McDonald's in the United States came out with the song which is all the ingredients in a Big Mac. So two all-beef patties. Yeah, I know the song. Yep. Yeah, yeah, okay. So in the States, I think they might have done it, but I definitely know that in Australia, that if you could say the ingredients of a Big Mac in under three seconds, you'd get it for free or you'd get it at half price. And it was limited to one person per day. <laughs> and so people would just walk up to Mac as and go... Um, but I don't like Big Macs, so I just didn't care. Don't like Big Macs? No, I don't. I've, oh. I just, I've never been one for it. Maybe it is that special sauce that's not for me so special. Maybe I don't Maybe. mind them. Look, I don't think they're that special, but they're okay no. occasionally. I'm a quarter. If I if I have a Macca's burger, quarter pounder. Yeah, quarter pounder. Mm. It, unless of course you go off the new fancy pants menu. Yeah, look. I love the new fancy pants menu, but I'm a bit old school. Mm. I remember back <laughs> in, okay, I remember back in, I reckon, probably early 90s. Yes. <laughs> they first brought out the double quarter pounder as oh, a special yeah. offer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we used to go through and get the double quarter pounder 
with barbecue mm-hmm. sauce. Oh, how good was that? Oh, so good. I, I could never have eaten a double quarter pounder back then. Um, I reckon I did because, look, I had no problem with food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I struggle to now. You were on the heavy set side back then. Yeah, I struggle to now. If I went and got a double quarter pounder now, no, um, I don't reckon I'd finish it. No. Well, I mean, you and I go to a place in Melbourne whenever you're over, a place called 8-Bit. Yeah, like 8-Bit. 8-Bit. We do love 8-Bit. And I struggle there to finish that sometimes. I'll go, ooh, you're on the edge of it's just a bit too much. I remember so. the first time we went, um, mm. I would get the burger. I'm like, I oh, like fries. You won't need likes fries, Troy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. I'm like, no, 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 no likes fries. Yeah. I get likes fries. We'll eat half. <laughs> <laughs> Not even. <laughs> no, so, so, yeah. Once yeah. again, I'll give you that one too, mate. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't know much, but sometimes I know I love you. <laughs> I don't know, I know much, much, but I know I, I love, love you. you. <laughs> uh, Robbie Neville and... and no, Aaron no, Neville. A- Aaron Neville. Yes. And uh, Ronstadt. Linda Ronstadt and Aaron Neville's mole. Yes, his mole. <laughs> Molly, 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 Molly. Please to mole you. But people in Melbourne um, are losing their collective shit at the moment about hamburgers because are you familiar with the, the American chain Carl's Jr.? No. So it started, I think, it's 70 or 75 years ago in the States. And it's one of those ones, it's like an in and out burger. Um,. Carl's Jr. is what it is, and their logo what's is... A, sorry, so what, what's an In-N-Out burger? <laughs> it sounds dirtier than what it is. It's just a, it's just called In-N-Out. It sounds they were one of the, sexy. <laughs> I think it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, give, give me your In-N-Out burger. Yeah. A bit more in, a little less out. A little less out, yeah. <laughs> in, out, in. No, I think they were called In-N-Out burger because they were one of the first ones to do drive through Oh, okay, right, yep. Like, I think it was as simple yep, so as that. So you're in now, you get your burger, you're gone. Correct. Right. Anyway, so there's another one there in, I think it came from California, which is Carl's Jr. And so, it, well, I, well, you would have seen it on the news even, in and out Burger, whenever they do a pop-up menu in Sydney or Melbourne, there's line up for two hours and they only have 500 hamburgers and they're sold out in 20 minutes, like, I don't know why people just lose their mind for these burgers. Okay. I've never had one. Like, I've never... I'm not going to line up two hours for a hamburger. Oh, hell no. Um, and it was never one of those things that I did in the States. But Carl's Jr. is also one of those big chains that people are just going bunto for. Um, and that is about to be within 5Ks of my house. Ah. Even less, actually. Probably about three Ks of my house. So is that exciting? Does that get you a little bit chubbed up? Oh, <laughs> if I have too many, I'll be more than chubbed. I'll be fat. <laughs> I'll be morbidly obese. Oh. Um, yeah, they're not known for being the healthiest cho- choice in food. But, um, yeah, people, like, um, we've got a, there's a, a residence community, like, Facebook page or whatever for this area. And people are just, I, I don't understand why people are losing their shit about <laughs> a burger joint. Now, don't get me wrong. I love a good burger. But, you know, it's a burger. Yeah, look, I'm not going to line up for a couple of hours no. to get a fucking hamburger. No, mind you, I did line up. Remember, because I remember when... Krispy Kreme? Oh, Krispy Kreme, yeah. <laughs> No, burgers. Well, because we were living on the northwest coast. So, and I remember being, I think it was probably by the time I was 15. No, even 15 or 16, I think, is when the first Maccas came to Devonport. So, because... I, I um, honestly do not remember. Well, I applied for a job there. I was one of those people who went to apply for a job yep. and I got there only an hour before the interview, open, in, open cattle call interview, and there was just too many people. <laughs> um, but mum, because I, I was sick, we used to travel to Melbourne and one of the treats would be is we stay at the Royal Children's Hospital, but they had a McDonald's at the hospital. So when you came to Melbourne, you got to have McDonald's and I'd always get a bag of the cookies. Now, no one fucking eats the cookies, but I used to always get the box of cookies so I could bring them back home oh, and take them at school lunch. Yep, be special. And you rock. Oh, I remember, and mum, she used to, because she's a nurse, she used to do patient transport, 
transfers from the hospital down to Hobart, which for those roadies playing at home is about a three and a half hour drive. And obviously people are in such critical state, they need to go to a larger hospital and they need a nurse to accompany them. Mum would then go to Macca's in Hobart and get two cheeseburger meals, uh, happy meals with cookies, and she would bring them back to the northwest coast. So they'd be in the car three and a half hours. My <laughs> sister and I would then microwave nice. the McDonald's burgers and just thought shit had just gotten so real. Because there's nothing better than a nuked Macca's burger. <laughs> I can't believe that we ever did it. So, roadies, if you ever want to understand what living bumfuck Tasmania was like in the mid-80s, buy a cheeseburger from Macca's, let it sit in the car for three and a half, four hours, <laughs> then microwave it and eat it, and then think that was the shit. Because that was my dream. That was. <laughs> there is a bit of a theme with you and, I suppose, and food going the distance. Because I also remember when I used to come and see you when you were staying in queue in Melbourne. Oh, yeah. that, I, that I would bring national pies with me yes. on the plane. Yes. So we could then cook them in Melbourne mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and have that Tasmanian delicacy. Oh, but national pies <laughs> are the shit. But you used to bring them over frozen, though. Bring them over frozen. So I wrap in a heavy newspaper, <laughs> then put them in a plastic bag, wrap that yes. tight, put it in my bag so that way it wouldn't get anything wet. Um, they certainly wouldn't be unfrozen. By the no, time I got there. Or, or thawed out, as other people might or say. thawed out. Unfrozen <laughs> is a new word there. Hashtag unfrozen. Uh, uh, <laughs> let it go. Let it go. It's, it's going to be a sequel. Um, yep. But, uh, unfrozen. <laughs> they were <Thawed>. okay. <laughs> they were good. And because we knew a lot of expats, which is probably a bit of an exaggeration from people from Tassie. They're not expats, but... You just find them everywhere. And we had national pie parties. I've had them in queue and I had them here in Point Cook where we would get someone to come over and buy us 24 frozen national pies, like (laughs) which is a full box. And then you'd put them in the oven at whatever degrees they would have. You'd leave them in there for two or three hours like you would at the bloody shop. And then you'd have them with sauce and just go, how good was that? Do you know, um, just jumping back on what you said a moment ago, you know, if they're going to bring out a new Thor movie, so we've mm. had um, Ragnarok was the last Thor mm. movie, Brilliant. and and they brought the Ice Giants back in, which were in the sequel, I believe, the second movie. Yep. And he defeated them by melting them. Do you reckon they yes. could just call the movie Thawed? Uh. <laughs> Do you reckon? Thawed, the melting. Thawed. <laughs> ah, marvelous jokes. Speaking of Marvel, oh, marvelous jokes. Speaking of Marvel, I hadn't finished with burgers, but all right, go I, Marvel. Yeah, no, I just suddenly realised Eddie had Stadium will now yes. be Marvel Stadium. <gasps> Shut the front door and back the truck up. Tell me you knew this. I okay, I knew this. I Did you, didn't really. <laughs> True story. It's got I live under a rock. It's got announced last week. So um, eight year deal that Disney made. Eddie had Stadium will be known as Marvel Stadium. Oh, my giddy Can you imagine when I heard this, my love of football and my love of Marvel makes me just want to live there. (laughs) Yes, but your home ground is not Etihad. Sorry, Marvel Stadium. We play maybe two games every year. (laughs) Yeah, because (laughs) you don't travel. (laughs) And those two games are considered away games. Yeah, of course they are. Yeah, yeah. everyone else has to go to fucking Western Australia. You go to Etihad. We go to West. The problem is, and this is what people don't seem to be able to understand, we win when we play away. People should want us to play at the MCG more often. We lose more there than what we do in Sydney or Adelaide or WA. And you know what? I don't begrudge Eddie Maguire doing the best thing for his club. If you have to play an away game in Geelong or, or Etihad, power to you. That's Still an away knows. game, son. Still an away, away game. <laughs> you just don't have to travel for, you know. It's not like you're playing Perth on Sunday afternoon and then have to back it Friday night up the Gabba, you know, like some other clubs. <laughs> Look, you're anyway. just not happy this year with football. In I'm saying not, that, we... um, you boys actually didn't do too bad on the weekend. Oh, we got close. Yeah, you got real close. And then we didn't. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> it still wasn't bad. Yeah, it's the story of our lives in Kilda. 
Anyway, so, so Marvel... I interrupted. Um, so I was just going to say, was there any more burger news you needed to throw in? So I just virtually just dragged that away. I mean, all well, we have we have to go back to Marvel. But did you see the couple who are suing McDonald's now? Oh, is this for like surprise, five million dollars? Six, actually. I, 6. Saw, 5. I saw the headline. Didn't read the story because I thought it's fucking ridiculous. Now they're in America. Which doesn't add any credence to their story. Uh, surprise, surprise, surprise. Yeah, it doesn't come as any great surprise that they're in America. Two people are suing McDonald's because they say they're being unfairly charged for cheese that they <laughs> that they don't want on their burgers. <laughs> Fuck me. Now, they argue that hamburgers <sighs> and cheeseburgers are different prices on the on the McDonald's menu. So if you get like a regular cheeseburger hamburger, it's price A and if you get a, that same hamburger which is a slice of cheese it's a different pricing yep but these fatty boom bars because that's what I'm assuming they are um, when they order their quarter mount, uh, quarter pounder they don't have the option quarter pounder comes with cheese like that's just that's what it is yep but but McDonald's in their generosity will say you know what if you ask for it without cheese we'll make it without cheese but these people are claiming that they should be then uh, subsidised between 30 and 90 cents less per slice of cheese. It's just crazy. Well, it's just stupid because it's like fucking... It's like going to a... Uh, buying a car from someone, like a car dealership, and saying, you know what? I'm with the RACV. I'm never going to need that spare tyre. So can you take it out? And I know a spare tyre is going to set you back an extra 200 bucks. <laughs> Or 150 bucks. Can, yep. can you just knock that off the price? Yeah. And you know what? I I don't need the floor mats. <laughs> um, I don't drive in the rain, so if you can take the windscreen wipers off as well. Like, I get that people don't want cheese on their burger. But fuck me. Like, what, Where does the relevance come in that they need $6 million in damages? Is that like mental 6. anguish? 6.5. 6.5. Okay, sorry. Um, that extra half a mil makes a big difference. Well, actually, it's half a mil. Do you know how much half a million dollars can buy you in cheese when you're only paying between thirty and ninety cents for it? And this is American dollars too, so it's probably about what? It's a eight mil ton of Australian. That's a lot of cheese, yeah. And I, what was it? I can't. I just don't understand. And it's just stupid. I can't believe. Like maybe they should be saying to McDonald's, "We believe you should offer it." But McDonald's are going, "This is the product. This is what we're selling." This is the price for the product. If you don't want the product as is, we'll tailor it to you. But we're still going to sell you, charge you the same for the product. Yeah, and really, it, why is it a big deal? And the thing is, what they these people probably don't realise is to make the burger differently actually costs McDonald's money because you have to have someone be aware that they've got a special order. And that special order means it needs to be made to order um, and just can't be pumped out in its normal yeah, fashion. Yeah, that's true. And look, it's only a couple of extra seconds that someone has to change the way they do their method. But for crying out loud, if you don't <laughs> like it, just order two cheeseburgers. I just find it amazing that $6.5 million is the asking price that they want. It's for ridiculous. the anguish they've gone through because of cheese. Because they've been given free cheese. I tell you what, you know, or they've been given cheese. I I understand. Obviously, the woman's a nutter, but yes. for the husband, how dare he? He needs to he needs to take a good hard look at himself and look at the choices that he's made, and go, I'm not I'm not winning here. I'm I'm more concerned that you need to take a good hard look at yourself and realise that I just dropped the dairy joke and you just went straight over it. What one was that? I said, like, how dairy. And you just kept oh. going. Dude. <laughs> I'm sorry. What's I'm happened? Sorry. I'm tired. Don't you love me anymore? <laughs> you abandoned me. I drop. I, I, make, I make a, a huge effort to oh. drop these dag jokes into our podcast. Huge effort? And when I'm not a dad, <laughs> yeah. this is a big call for me. That we, that we know of. <laughs> Jeez, I hope not. <laughs> For their sake, not for mine. Um, and then you, you just you went straight over it. I just 
I'm sorry. It's I, I truly, truly. <laughs> I make I, I make an effort with things. A huge. Really, effort. I just thought it was your shit Tasmanian diction. No, no, that's that's <laughs> quite rude. How dare you? Where's your dare in there? Where's your dare in there? I have to hurt dare. Fuck, but no, Cynthia Leonard. Take a good hard look at yourself and fuck off. And you know who else needs a good smack around the back of the head? Well, aren't you angry tonight? Oh, I just, I don't know, probably am. I'll tell you what, I've I've got a huge rant to have later on, so no, you you go, son. They're fucking lawyer for not just going, you're an idiot, get out. (laughs) Like, I understand that this person's job is to try and sue, but you're hoping that someone who's gone to all the trouble to do a law degree which has required some study. Like, I don't think you can get it through your cornflakes packet. You're not meant to. <laughs> You're not meant to. Mind you, I'm sure that there's some place you can get an online degree, but surely this person's gone, I'm just going to be a fucking laughing stock. And the only thing that Cynthia and bloody Leonard have got is public ridicule. Because surely no one... Oh... I don't even want to follow wouldn't, the story. Wouldn't they also have to actually pay the lawyer something? No, I guarantee you he's a no-win, no-pay jo- type of job. Yeah, but if that's the case, other than maybe a little bit of notoriety, why the fuck would he take it? Because you know you're not going to win. Yeah, but if you... You know what? If you can... Here's the thing. Make enough noise here, so they want to shut you the fuck up. What it is, <laughs> is they're asking for $6.5 million. They've got worldwide coverage because I'm reading it in bloody Australia. And they say to the juggernaut that is McDonald's, we're suing you. Now, McDonald's aren't going for a no win, no pay lawyer. They have lawyers on retainer. I'm sure they do because they're a I'm positive mega, they do. <laughs> a multi billion dollar company that's worldwide and that would have all sorts of manner of things. So their lawyer, at the very least, let alone maybe a QC or someone who's well-versed in the law, not cheap. So their lawyer will most probably recommend the correct course of action to McDonald's by saying, you know what, give them 10 grand and tell them to go away. Sign a non-disclosure agreement and just go away. And unfortunately, what McDonald's is probably going to do is going to do something like that which means bloody fucking Cynthia and Leonard, who now just seem like geniuses because they're going to get 10 grand for not cheese. (laughs) For not cheese. (laughs) For not cheese. Are going to make money out of this, and they shouldn't. They should be told to go away and stop being stupid. That makes me slightly angry. Oh, it makes me ropeable. Like, anyway, what can I do about it? Fucking ah, Marvel taking over Eddie Head. Can yeah. you imagine? So that's that's cool, right? We'll go back to the cool story. Do you know what I'm going to be impressed to see? Oh, if they've got characters around the place. Oh, even better. When, what season are they taking over? 2019? 2020? I don't know, actually. don't know. Can you imagine, like, so you've got St Kilda, Western Bulldogs, North Melbourne. Who else's home ground is it? Rich, no, not Richmond. I don't even know. That would nearly be it these days, surely. Can you imagine those three clubs, as part of the sponsorship, end up with a bloody Captain America or um, Iron Man on their jerseys for the year? <laughs> You'd have some, some Kilda Iron Man. Captain America would most probably be either the Doggies or North. Probably the Doggies because it's a sim- the red, white and blue. Yeah, yeah, you could get away with that. Red, white and blue for the Doggies, they get Captain America. Um, who would Who would North get? I don't even know. Blue and white isn't really much. No. They get no one. Fuck them. (laughs) Fuck them. It's North Melbourne. Who cares? They've got a fucking kangaroo. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So, um... I mean, imagine driving past and seeing Marvel Stadium in huge wording. Oh, and it's... It'll be super. (laughs) Uh, I got that one. (laughs) (laughs) But it'll, it'll... And you'll be able to see it from the moon and there'll be... Like the the... Cross promotion, I'll have like the Batman signal lights there, but not Matt. Not Batman because it'll, be, <laughs> it'll be DC and well, you have the DCG. DCG. 
Marvel Stadium versus the DCG. Oh, then you'd have Geelong. They'd be sponsored by Catwoman. Yeah. <laughs> Black Panther. Uh, don't be racist. Well, because it's a cat. Oh, yeah, right, eh? That's why I went Black Panther. There's no- you know, we're not racist on this podcast, Joe. Not intentionally. No, we- not we. Art. No, we are. <laughs> Here's another thing that came up this week. Um, I was talking about this, and then for some reason, now that we've talked about Marvel Stadium, that's actually mm. reminded me of it. Do you know if there are actually superheroes around now? As in, like, if superheroes like your, uh, your, I suppose, your Hawkeyes and your Batman and your Superman and all those guys around, if they were around now and they were real in today's society. Oh, yeah. Facebook facial recognition... Would fuck them. Oh, because their secret identity. The secret identity would be gone. They wouldn't be able to have a social media page. If they were around now, uh, if they had a social media page as Bruce Wayne, as Clark Kent. Yes. Um, straight away, if they had photos taken elsewhere of, say, Superman or Batman. Yes. It would want to tag them as Clark mm. Kent <clears throat> or Bruce Wayne. And people would just go... Oh, <laughs> how didn't I notice point, that before? <laughs> point of order. Yep. Do you not think with all the technology that a Batman or an Iron Man has that they wouldn't be able to do a bit of shifty-magifty with Facebook recognition? Well, Iron Man so wouldn't matter anyway because Stark came out and said, I am Iron Man. So that's an easy true. one. Um, okay, but so, for Batman. Yep. So Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> I do it again. <laughs> we do this every stupid time. Yeah, anyway. um, so bad man. <laughs> bad flick. <laughs> so I reckon he'd have technology that would get there and say, whenever a photo is taken of me and gets uploaded to the interwebs, he's got a special thing that finds that and changes an algorithm that says it's Bruce Wayne. And never, never shows it as bad. You know what? I actually quite like that. Yeah. And you know what? And because it's, you're probably he's got right. The cow. Exactly. And he's got yeah. the cow. Mind. And Superman takes his glasses off. Yeah. I know. <laughs> it just it, that still really bugs me. Like I watch. Um, actually, great example. I watch Supergirl on TV. Yes. I think CW it's a great, Network. That's a great show. I really enjoy it. But mm. she does the Clark Kent. Normally she wears maybe the hair tied back or something. She dresses quite casually cute during the day and she has her glasses on. Suddenly, yes. she dresses as Supergirl. Yes. The hair's out, no glasses, yes. but no one can tell it's her. I mean, fuck is it, off. Is it because she's wearing quite a tight outfit and she's got lovely, lovely bosoms? Oh, so you're saying that people only look at the boobies. Is that her superpower? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Dun, 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 super boobs. It's really annoying because <laughs> you got these people that talk to her on a daily basis in both personas. Yes. And they can't tell they're the same person. Just look, I know we've got to put aside a little bit of reality because it's TV and these come from a comic idea that happened decades ago. But I'll so, fuck off. <laughs> Just- so you're okay with a planet that explodes, that have humanoids on it, that send their only begotten son hurtling through the universe that somehow lands in fucking the central Midwest. Kansas. Of Kansas. Of America. That, that's fine. <laughs> he has some sort of superpower and that his adopted or foster mum makes a suit out of his blankie, which that's, helps him clever. fly. It, very clever. So you're okay with that. But people not being able to recognise him because he puts glasses on is the stretch. The only problem I've got with <laughs> making the suit out of the blankie, everything else is fine because yes. it gives reasoning. And look, if it did happen in a real world, there's a yes. reason for all of it. Okay. Okay. The, the not telling someone that someone is someone else because they're wearing or not wearing glasses is just stupid. But the costume part out of the blankie, what did she use to sew it together and why wouldn't that fall to pieces? I reckon she took thread from it. Oh, geez, you got out of that one easy, didn't you? Yeah. 
my mum's a sower and my wife's a sower as well. So I, I would have they would have whipped out the quick unpick and just taken a bit of thread out of it and sewn it up with that. You reckon that think. was it? Or they would have gone to Wakanda and got some vibranium and <laughs> used different that as a world, tool. different world. Um, but Wakanda forever. <laughs> but oh, look, we can go on this forever. But um, do you actually think then, if this mm. material is so strong, mm. that you would actually be able to de-thread it? And get some yeah. cotton out of it. Yeah? Yeah. Well, you look at fiberglass, right? So fiberglass, uh, sorry, optic fiber, that internet and all that stuff goes through. Yep. If you if you were to um, pinch one end and then hang a weight off the other, the weight that it can hold is astronomical. Yep. Because it is whatever. But if you pinch it, it will smash. It'll break. Yep. So one way it's super strong, the other way it's fragile. And- so unthreading something doesn't mean that it's breaking it. It's just unthreading it. You're going to have a logic tonight. Where's all this coming from? Oh, I don't know. I got, I got me some brains. <laughs> got me some brains. brains. <laughs> I tell you, boy, brains. Uh, did I, um... <laughs> but I don't think... I See, I also, right, those people aren't expecting, whilst looking at Clark Kent, we'll use Superman because he's probably the most popular. When you're looking at Superman... You're not expecting to see Clark Kent or vice versa. And how ridiculous would it be is that Clark Kent, a fucking two-bit operator at the um, Daily Planet, is Superman. So Lois doesn't see it because she's not looking for it. It's true, but look. And if she's so- got a horn for Superman. Oh, she, like yeah, she's- well, yeah, and he's got a horn for her too, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I reckon she double-clicks the mouse for him. No doubt. But look, here we go, though, <laughs> to just yeah. poke a hole in your theory. If you suddenly... That's what she said. If you suddenly, out of nowhere, appeared yes. on my front lawn, wearing yes. tights and a cape, with your glasses <laughs> off, I'm yes. going to know that it's you, even though I'm not expecting <laughs> that you would be a superhero. Okay. There's no doubt in that at all. I don't think it's the same circumstances. <laughs> you don't reckon? Okay. So let's just say tomorrow, all right? Tomorrow there is dun, 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 Super Joe. No glasses. No glasses. I've got to have, yep. I'm going to have to have a cowl or something. Like I can't probably just have the hair because my hair, I can't change it. Like Because Superman had a cowl lick and Clark didn't. <laughs> that makes a difference. Such a difference. It makes a difference. Uh-huh. So, and then, so you see me there flying around, saving buses of children and stuff like that. You're not going to look at the news and go, bugger me. That looks like Joe. It is him. <laughs> You're going to go, hey, Joe, do you know you look like Superman? And I'll go, I get that a lot. Because <laughs> it's because of my big knob. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the response you're going to give me. You're not going to believe it for a minute because you're not expecting it. <laughs> I like how that came back to the size but- of your cock. As to whether I would think you're fucking super Joe. What the fuck? Well, the tights don't hide anything, mate. I'm telling you, I'm oh. sorry. Oh, oh, but my, I don't think I've got my, anything on that. Oh, I think my logic is, is sound on that one. Oh, I need to clean my glasses. That's actually that's thrown me out of whack. It actually threw me so out of whack that I went to scratch my eye and actually just forgot my glasses on. You forgot you had glasses that you've only been wearing for 10 years or so. Well, I haven't actually because I was wearing contacts for a very long time. Oh, that's right. So you were too. It's been glasses yeah. for a few months again, but nah. Hmm. Maybe, so there you go. Maybe it's because I'm a superhero. That, um, yeah, look, I, look, I love your logic, uh, <laughs> but, but I think it's slightly flawed. Slightly. I don't. Slightly. Why? Why do you think it's flawed? Because we've lost all the roadies. They've tuned out <laughs> ages ago as we determine whether or not you or I could possibly be Superman based on our preconceived notions of what each other look like. Everyone's fucking turned off. Like, it's done. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Uh, so, I'm, go- I'm going to get off that topic slightly, mm-hmm. to the point of view where I was going to tell you about this 
last week, but we didn't get around to yeah. it because it happened okay. happened last week, and it was still very fresh yes. in my mind. This is my superhero moment, though. You? Oh wow! Slightly. Yeah. So, go go go. Um, so it was on Sunday night week ago. So Sunday week ago. Is it because you were just wearing lycra? No, no, it wasn't. Uh, no, but th- but thank you. Um, <laughs> bike boy. Bike boy. <laughs> we haven't gone into bike boy for a while. Oh, we haven't gone into bike boy for a while. <laughs> it sounded dirty. The yeah, that was not meant to be like that. Um, <laughs> so decided, going to have an early night, do the right thing. Go to bed, lie in bed, have a bit of a read. I thought this would be nice. It was a bit of a cold night. Turn the electric blanket on, get all nice and warm. Um, I put fresh bedding on the bed that day. Yes. So that's we all know that fresh bedding is just a suction icing and a warm Happiness bed. And then I thought, fresh, okay, yeah. let's make it better. Uh, let's have a shower before we go to bed as well. So <laughs> I'm clean. The bed's clean. The bed's warm. Did you, I'm going to put s- some Barry White as you no. seduced yourself. <laughs> I'm going to jump into bed. I've got my book ready to go. I'm reading the Chalkman or the Chalkman at the moment. It's you all sure great. It's not Fifty Shades. That's no, not Fifty Shades. I get into bed. I've turned the light off. The lamps on. I'm about to read. It's all great. I've read like half a page, and this big and this big black thing flies in front of my eyes and lands on the lamp. <laughs> right, and I turn around. And- <laughs> It's Mothra. Yeah, well, I turn around and he's this big black fat fucker of a moth mm. that has appeared out of... I don't even know how it got in the room. Like, it's bizarre. I reckon it was about two inches long when it was unwinged, when it was just yes. sitting there hanging around. Yeah. yeah. So I've looked at him. I've said, dude, this isn't going to work. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm having a quiet night. I've set myself up. <laughs> So I know what's going to happen here. Um, you're going to keep going to the light because obviously yep. you want to go to a better Moth place or, or whatever. <laughs> um, Moth or flame yep. and all that. Um, or when I turn the light off, you're going to flap around somewhere and you're going to annoy the piss out of me. So, yes. But as you know, I'm a lover of most things, animal and insect and so forth. Um, I yeah. won't kill something unless I have to. Or you're going to eat it. Or if I'm going to eat it. Yeah, it's a completely different topic. We won't cover this time. Um <laughs> So, I said, okay. You had a moth snack. Yes. <laughs> and I'll save that bit for later. Um, so, I said, dude, hang there. So, I've gone out to the lounge, to the lounge room, got out of the warm warmth of my bed. I do tend to talk to things when I do things. Um, came back to the lounge room, um, grabbed a couple of tissues out of the tissue box, went back to the room. I've got a tissue in either hand. And I've gone up to the I said, dude, I'm going to try and grab you softly. Right? Just yes. don't move around. This is going to be much harder for you than this for me. And I don't want to fuck your wings up. So I finally get the tissues around him. I actually grab him in both hands. It's all good. So I Why go, do you need tissues? Because I know that the wings... I'm, I'm pretty sure that the oil on your skin brings all the stuff off their wings really easily. Okay. So my thinking was, not being a moth expert, <laughs> that <laughs> tissues might not stick to the... Whatever it is on the wings, it won't fuck their wings up. Dude, it'll still be okay. Right. I just, so, I'm sorry. No, I just hear moth expert. No, I just hear, it puts the lotion on its skin <laughs> puts it in the basket. <laughs> I could just see you walking around with a mangina. <laughs> the silence of the moths. Yeah, collecting your moth. <laughs> so. <laughs> Bit of a shout out to Silence of the Lambs there for anyone who was. Oh. Picked up that reference. Oh, what a great, great movie! Um, so, so we're back. I've got two tissues. I've got the moth in my hands. <laughs> right. um, I've, that sounds dirtier than what it would be too, as well. <laughs> your teenage years all over again. <laughs> so, I've opened the bedroom door. I'm going down the hallway. I've come to the front door. I've opened the front door. I've gone. I've let the moth go. Moth's gone. <laughs> Right, and I'm straight back into the house. <laughs> no, it hasn't. I'm thinking I've done pretty well here. I've saved Hang them on. off. Are you in your bedroom attire? Yeah, I'm in my boxes. Okay, standing at the front door, yeah. re- with a couple re- of- releasing, re- re- releasing this animal back into the wild, like it's fucking so, like so- something at a born born free or something. Well, more to the point, is the guy half naked in the front doorway with a couple of tissues in his hand. <laughs> Flinging his arms, going, be free, be free. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing sus there. Oh, so that happened. <laughs> yes. So I close the door. <sighs> I go back to the bedroom. 
Get back in the bed. <laughs> it's nice and warm. Lights off. And then I'm fine. I'm back to where I was. Reading the book. Yep. About five minutes later. Probably, you know, page or two in. Fuck me, right? <laughs> Fuck me. If at the window, I don't suddenly hear this. Boom, 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 boom. The, hey, Troy. The, the fucking moth is Have knocking. you still got it. those tissues? <laughs> it's knocking at the fucking window. Dude's wanting to come back in. I thought we meant something to each other. <laughs> oh, you put fresh sheets and everything. <laughs> I realise that um, yes. there is a possibility it may have been a different moth. You know, for the story, same moth. Oh, it was the same moth. Oh. I just remember looking over and going, oh, dude, this is going to work. <laughs> Oh, it's only weird the first time, buddy. But Come you know on. what? Saved his life. I was very happy with that. <laughs> I just... That's brilliant. That's so brilliant. It was so annoying, though, because I had my night set up. I was all comfy. You know when you get to that point when you're really comfy and everything's just great and you're in that little zone? It's like, oh, this is so good, where everything else just disappears. Yep, yep. Then a fucking moth appears. <laughs> <laughs> and everything comes rushing back real quick. <laughs> Have I ever told you about my friend who's got um, fear of moths? Uh, no, you haven't. I know. I um, remember Anthony Porter. Do you know Porter? Uh, by name. Okay. Couldn't pick him right um, up. His mum, um, lovely lady, rest in peace. She passed away a couple of years ago. Um, mm-hmm. Had a terrible fear of moths. Like if there was a moth in the room, she would basically scream and leave yes. the room any way possible. By window, right. by door, by drilling a hole through the ground, doesn't matter. Hated them. Yes. Well, I have a friend of mine who his fear is not moths. His fear is uncontrollable flying. This sounds oh. like a very, very weird phobia, and it is. So imagine this, right? We are sitting outside. Um, everyone's having a couple of drinks and whatever, and we just had a barbecue. I'm sitting with him his brother, his wife, and his best mate. And then there's me and my wife. And we're all sitting around post-barbecue, having a bit of a chat. Um, And he has a a young boy, and the young boy is going from inside to outside or whatever, and the young boy's got some toys and balloon or whatever, and his dad's talking, and for whatever reason, we got on the subject of uh, fears or phobias. And Michael says, I really have this thing about uncontrollable flying. I quite like birds, but not birds inside. Because birds inside okay, are erratic yeah. and it's an uncontrollable flight pattern. Mm-hmm. And he goes, and moths are fucking the worst because they're always erratic flyers no matter what. So me and his um, best mate decided that the ultimate torture would basically be put him <laughs> in a dark room with a miner's hat <laughs> and 500 moths. The ultimate torture. I love how you say The that. ultimate torture. But the thing is... <laughs> As he's as he's regaling this story to us, he's he's there saying, "Yeah, it's it's the uncontrollable flying. It's it's when they you just don't know where they are." And it's, and, all, and he was really quite animated about it. His young sons come up to me, um, or go up to him and ask him something. And he was telling his story, so I said, "Oh, what is a boy? I'll I'll help you out." And he had a balloon, and he said, "Oh, can you blow the balloon out for me?" And I've gone, "Sure." So I'm blowing. And my friend's going, and I just hate this uncontrollable flying, the undescribable thought pattern, and I don't know where they're going to be. And, and then we talked about the, the dark room with the light, and I'm like, yes. <laughs> and then I look in my hand, and I realize that I've got a fully inflated <laughs> balloon. <laughs> and I'm talking to my friend of oh, probably 15 years about his phobia of uncontrollable <laughs> flying. <laughs> so I've casually put my hand, because we're sitting on... He's sitting at one corner of the table and I'm sitting right next to him on the other side. So the only thing between us is the corner of the table. Yep. So I reach under the table just to where he would be and I let go of the balloon. You're such an asshole. <laughs> he jumps up like I've released the hounds of hell on him. Oh, wow. Tips his thing back. The funniest thing was his brother, his best mate, and his wife roared with laughing and taunted him for the rest of the day. 
So big shout out to Michael. How are you, buddy? I tell you what, that though was called taking advantage of an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was good. I like yeah. that, but oh, it was. But I couldn't believe it. He watched. He watched me blow the balloon up, though, and then he watched me slide it under the table. <laughs> <laughs> what else was I supposed to do? Come on. Yeah, uh, never trust a man that slides it under the table. That's a lesson to be learned there for everybody. Fuck, that's that's gems. That is. Mm. Now, would you like some good news? Uh, tell me some good news. Some good news. Tell me, love good news. Hitler definitely died in 1945. <laughs> a new study of his teeth has confirmed it. I know you were probably lying awake at night. Definitely thinking, been wondering. Is Hitler alive? Is Hitler dead? No. Apparently, breaking news um, mm. is that uh, some research on adult Hitler's teeth has actually provided comprehensive proof about how he died. So apparently the, the teeth have been held by the Russians. Or okay. the, I don't know why. I think I think the Russians got his body. Um, and they only allowed... It was in March or July they gave um, some, some people who... Forensic uh, analysts or whatever um, access to his bones... For the first time since 1946, um, and they weren't authorised uh. to take f- samples from the fragment, so they basically worked out that he would have died on the 30. Well, well, it's a reportedly died on the 30th of April 1945 um, with Eva Braun, um, and they looked at his teeth and they went there was an uh, ample amount of cyanide, um, or it could have been the bullet to his head, but the probability is both. So there you go; <laughs> it's been settled. Hitler's dead. <laughs> Once again, and we've said this before, Radies, Um, if you want your ground-breaking news, first... Oh, bleeding-edge news. This is where you get it. Uh, 1945. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not always to say that that leading-edge ground-breaking news is historically, factually correct. But you know what? You're still going to no. hear first. But you know what? I mean, okay, so look, this was the 20th of May this study came out. And it's only been, you know, less than a, well, a week. Yeah. A week later, I'm delivering it to you. Um, now, look, we are dealing with historical fact from 1945, but the study was only released on the 20th of May. This is still, you know, finger on the pulse sort of stuff. I reckon we've still beaten the Guardian. Yeah, probably. Hmm. Or ABC. Yep. <laughs> or ABC, <laughs> as we know historically. ABC, well, not that quick. <laughs> well, this one came... From tonight on SBS, this was SBS News that gave me this uh, these little pearls. Do you know he was a vegetarian or a vegan? Well, he was before his time. Yeah. Maybe that's why he was so weird. <laughs> Shout out to all the vegans and vegetarians out there. Speaking of um, a little throw-in, I watched a video um, of a lovely American, uh, quite large-breasted blonde woman doing a little mm-hmm. bit of a, a rant about the, the fact that gun laws don't need to be changed in the US and all the rest. It was a bit of a... <laughs> she was a comedian, but also trying to get the point through of, you know, we're going all right, basically. We need our guns. But one of the things she said was that um, the Jews didn't have guns. How'd that work out? <laughs> not, not well. <laughs> and I'm thinking, well, I know the point you're making. But is that really the best example? I don't think that anyone who is not Jewish can ever reference <laughs> the Jews in the war to validate a serious argument. Oh, it was a bad one. And I, even I'm sitting back. At, like, I can listen to most things and get a bit of a gag out of it. But even I oh, kind look- of stepped back a bit and went, oh, that's a bit tough. <laughs> I'm of the belief if you think something's funny, you probably can say it. And you will be informed very quickly of who and who does not find it funny. But I think anything that actually puts somebody else down or is at the detriment of them um, too much without them being in on it, you're not going to win any favours. <laughs> Certainly suggesting that the demise of the Jewish people in the 1940s was dead because they didn't have enough guns. It was a bad example. Um, can I use that to go into my rant? Can I get my little rant happening? 
Sure. Can, can, I, you can, I, is, can I rant is, on? Is it a five things that shit me or no, is it just a rant? No, it's is just it? one rant. A tirade. Go for it. Right I'll, I'll, I'll strap myself in. Right That's um, what she said. It's basically, well, it's going to come from that bit because it's a little bullying. Oh, yeah, back to bullying. Yep. Pretty much back to bullying. Bull- mm-hmm. Bullying. 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 <laughs> Guess who's back? Bullying's back. So. Yeah. Yes, go. Pluto. Oh, right? oh fucking. I guess, I'm just going to go through a little bit of history of Pluto right now. Because like, I'm, just... I'm fucking pissed. Yeah? Pluto the Disney dog? Not the fucking Pluto... dog. Pluto the... Space. The friend of ours that's out in the in the spatial region used to be Pluto. used to be a planet. Yeah. Yes. So Pluto, Go. right? Yes. Discovered by a man called Clyde in 1930, and was named the ninth planet from the sun. Yes, good on Pluto. Well done. Yeah, great job. Champion. But after 1992, yeah. they started to question Pluto's status as a planet because they discovered mm. objects of a similar size nearby. Mm. Right. 2005, someone discovered Eris. A dwarf planet, mm-hmm. Eris, just fucking just turns up. Yeah. Hello! Eris, you're a fucking oh. prick. Right. I was hiding behind the moon. Well, it was 20% larger, or 27% larger than Pluto. So straight okay. away, this led to the International Astronomical Union. Yeah. The IAU. Oh, bastards. And you know when the IAU comes in, it's only ever trouble. turns to yep. shit. Uh, yep. They decided to formally define the term planet in 2006. This caused Pluto to be reclassified as a fucking dwarf planet. So because something else is fatter, Pluto loses Pluto its status. Pluto loses it. So Pluto's no longer a planet. So why why should Pluto be downgraded? Why not you make Arius another planet? Great. Exactly. But it why, just shits why, me, dude. I mean, here we go. Pluto, right? L- what? Largest... And the second most massive known dwarf planet in our solar system. It's big kudos. Yeah. The ninth largest and tenth most massive known object directly <laughs> orbiting the sun. That's got kudos. Pluto's doing yeah. okay. And we're in Australia. We're in metric, so ten's yeah. perfectly yep. acceptable. So Pluto, probably made of ice and rock. It's relatively small. It's about one-sixth the mass of our moon and about one-third of its volume. So it's not quite as big as the moon. But, you know, like, hmm. it's further away, so it looks smaller. <laughs> As I tell my wife, size is not everything. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, here, we, here we go. Um, Pluto, right? Yes. Every now and then actually comes closer to the sun than Neptune. But because really? of its stable orbital resonance with Neptune, it prevents them from colliding. So Pluto's doing pretty well there. Pluto's going, look, I get that I'm not meant to hit that. Just going to avoid yep. it. But every now and then I'm just going to show my face. Make sure people don't forget me. Now... Here's the problem I've got. All of that, right? Pluto was going okay. We found Pluto. Pluto was kicking above mm. his weight. He was mm. um, a planet. Then they mm. just ripped it away. Poor Pluto. Mm. Just suddenly he's nothing. Taken away right? the title. Does that. Um, and then some other dude comes in and says, no, mate, I'm bigger than you. So not only yeah. is he not a planet anymore, he's also the second biggest dwarf star. Dwarf star? Dwarf yeah. planet. Dwarf planet. Dwarf planet. So not only is he not a planet, he's not even the biggest small planet, right? And now, yeah. now, after mm. all that, after all that dragging around through the mud, I mean, imagine, imagine what his family thinks, the pressure his family's oh, under, fuck. right? Now, they're saying they believe Pluto is just a build-up of a billion crash comets. Oh, it's a fucking train wreck. Now, they're not saying he's a planet. <laughs> They're not saying he's even a dwarf planet. They're saying he's basically just a mishmash of all these other little fucking rocks that have been flying around and crashed into each other. So He's a tip. Pretty much. So I'm just going to put it out there now. Two hashtags. Yep. Hashtag justice for Pluto. Yes. Hashtag pray for Pluto. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers for Pluto. I think Pluto <laughs> just deserves a bit of credit because it's just not fair. And I think it's about time someone stood up for Pluto. Pluto's a little man that we all are on the inside. Do you know who I think will be able to help us with this? Tell me. The LBGTIQP community 
because that fucking pile of rocks identifies as Pluto. <laughs> No matter what you say, no matter what label you want to put on it, oh. if that pile of rocks identifies as Pluto, then it's fucking Pluto. Oh, I love that. Who are you to say what it identifies as? Oh, I love you, Joe Mather. I know you do. I thought, as you were saying, I'm just going, I, I, I've got it. And you know what? If we don't get some sort of action on this, and by action I mean at least one other person going, yep, we support you. I'm going to lobby FEC 2018 <laughs> to, to table this at the Flat Earth Convention because I reckon these are the kind of people that will get on board with that as well. Can I add something really funny? Because I wrote out yeah. a bit of info because I'm doing a bit of research on Pluto. Pluto deserves my time. You, yeah, you mentioned uh, that we should have them identify as Pluto. Yes. There is one. Well, they, they, they identify yeah, there is. It identifies as yeah, there, Pluto. There is one line here that says Pluto is the largest known trans Neptunian object by volume, uh, but is less massive than Eris. So I just find interesting that straight away, even they think it was trans. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So they're not sure what Pluto is. <laughs> exactly. So and if Pluto is saying, I identify as a planet, oh, good on. then you know what? You are a planet. Let Pluto use, let Pluto use the planet club. And, and let's just be done with it. Yeah. It's not hurting anybody else. It's life choices to be a planet doesn't affect you, doesn't affect me. So why bother about it? I love it. it? Hashtag. It's a non-issue. Pray for Pluto. Pray for Pluto. <laughs> get on it, roadies. <laughs> get on board. Pray for Pluto. Pray for Pluto. <laughs> I do find that funny, though, like the amount of people who... Um, Something will happen, like especially when you talk about gun control and stuff like that in the states, where people get there and go, "Thoughts, I send my thoughts and prayers." Yeah, <laughs> and the amount of people who actually slam that. You know what? What you need to do for these people is fucking cut down on the amount of guns you've got. <laughs> yeah. That's what you need to do, America. Yeah, the thoughts and prayers I'm... aren't actually fixing the problem. Not at the moment. I mean, look, both of those are, are positive things to do. Um, regardless of what you believe in, they are positive things to do. But I think what America needs is practical things and no one has ever been shot dead by no guns. Like that's oh, Wow, look at that. That's deep. <laughs> that's a reality. It's like 100% of short putts never go in. <laughs> that's why they're called short putts. No one's ever died at the hands of no guns. Yeah. By gunshot wound. So I'm not saying... And I'm not saying... Look, Australia, look, we, we haven't banned guns at all. You can get a firearms license, you can get a rifle, you can get a pistol. There are certain caveats and certain things you need to be able to do to make sure you're not a complete fucktard. Um, but you can still get a firearm. And we have a lot of fucktards here. Oh, we do. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it's not do. that we don't have our share. <laughs> oh, exactly. We, we will fill any quota. Some of them even do <laughs> podcasting. I don't know who they would be, but... Together. It's oh, <laughs> crazy. Um, so, you know what, America? Get rid of your stupid, bloody, fully automatic whatevers. Because the thing is, and this is the thing that really annoys me about the whole thing, and I won't go on too much because I really can rant on it. <laughs> the Second Amendment, all right? I get that you've... It's called an amendment, which means you can make another fucking amendment. <laughs> And also, it's to it was written at a time so that the American people could fight their oppressors, either foreign or domestic, which means that the government couldn't take from them and they could protect themselves. Top tip, people of America who believe that the Second Amendment and your semi or fully automatic weapons are going to protect you, you're going to go into a gunfight with fucking drones. Like, if, if someone's going to take you out... They're not going to be firing an AK-47 at you. They'll just drone strike you. So your guns mean fuck all. <laughs> More people... Oh, it just annoyed me. You so many people... So many people die from guns in the States because... I know, it's crazy. It's, and, you, and they don't have to. All you need to do is not... You don't have to remove the guns. I get that you don't want to remove the guns, but change the type of guns that you're going to have. Have a look at the Australian model. Because you know what? 1996 was the last time we had a mass shooting. 
we changed the law in 1996. And guess what? No more mass shootings. I will say, though, in America's defence... Yes. Their culture, even back then, was far different to ours when it came to how many guns are around. Oh, absolutely. Far different. Well, they wrote, they wrote it in the Constitution. It's just gun, gun, guns, 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 guns. And you know what? It's it's one of those things, the NRA and, and the... It, I mean, you've got people who are financially invested in a shit ton of guns. Making, producing, selling, or whatever. So... When there's money involved, you get political lobbyists. You know, if you don't get the support of the NRA, you're not going to get the job. Mm, Anyway. It's all money and dollars. Mm. So there you go. We've both had a bit of a rant. I'm glad we didn't go far into that one because we could talk for hours on that. And and straight away, a lot of our American fans will be like, that's it, not listen to those Australian guys again. They're fuckwits who don't know what they're talking about. They're foreigners. How dare they talk about our guns? (laughs) But you know what? If we have... American roadies, and I know we do. Surely, if you're listening to this show, you cannot, you cannot be serious that you need the guns, because look at your neighbours to the north, the Canadians, the cultural mosaic that it is. They don't have them, and they're doing okay. Hey, bro. I'm more the hey, point. Bro. They still have a lot of guns, <laughs> but they don't have the deaths no. to go with them. No one does, though. Like, no first world. Like, anyway. Oh, seriously. <laughs> That is a time for another podcast, but um, we just don't want to see any of our brothers and sisters in America die because their toddler managed to get hold of a Glock 9mm and shoot them yeah. in the back. Which, unfortunately, has happened fairly recently. So yeah, Exactly. Yeah. Wow, hasn't this been a cheery podcast? It has, hasn't it? The South Road Boys. Yeah. And we were talking about Marvel earlier. That we was were. much more happier. Yeah. Marvelous. <laughs> um, it may at least be. at least we still have thoughtful Troy to finish off in a highlight. Do so, we? Of course oh, we do. Excellent. Well, I'm looking forward to that because otherwise I'm going to go on for another silly <laughs> rant. <laughs> Here comes the music. Welcome to the teachings of Thoughtful Troy. (laughs) If you're without love in this world and are using dating apps to find your soulmate, always use an ugly photo. That way, when you get a date, you'll be instantly more attractive than they expected and dramatically increase your chances of sex. Thank you, and bless. <laughs> that is some sage advice. I'll tell you what, that thoughtful Troy, he just keeps bringing it out every week. I don't know, I don't know where he gets it from. Um, but... It's just gold. <sighs> I wonder whether or not, though, if you... Oh, you're not saying use... Oh, I mean, thoughtful Troy wasn't saying using a horrendous photo of you, just one that's slightly less attractive than what you are. Or a, an ugly one. <laughs> But do you think that then that you're going to get as many people saying, oh, yeah, wouldn't mind that? Look, I'm not saying that all of his information is going to be the benefit of everyone, mm. but it's still sound advice. But, hey, well, you know what? It is. It absolutely because is. Because I'm certain if, if I'm basically going to pick up a girl, meet a girl out, and I've mm. got an envisagement, I've got yep. an image in my head of what this girl is going to be like, and I walk in and I'm mm. just like, oh, hello. Oh, that's what straight you look like 15, away, years ag- 15 years and 35 kilos earlier. Yeah, straight away, the opportunity is increased dramatically that you are getting lucky, love. Because mm. I'm already on a highlight. This is this is way above where I expected. So yeah, the advice is sound. I reckon what they should do, because I, I, you often see um, people, memes or whatever, what was posted on <laughs> yes whatever what was posted on this uh, dating app and what I got in reality completely different things because people put photos on there that were 15 years and 35 kilos earlier yep so maybe here's a top tip for web developers when you develop your next web dating app have a function that says take photo now and it timestamps when that photo was taken 
So the person who's looking at it goes, oh, actually, this is what they looked like last week. So you can't just upload a photo. You've got to take the photo. Well, exactly. And now, look, you can you can present yourself. You can do your hair, put a nice, you know, frock or shirt or whatever it is you want on. Um, make sure you haven't got your bathroom or whatever in the fucking background with them, <laughs> as some people do. And then you take your photo and make it a nice one. And, and you get to choose. Like, it's not take it and then that's it. You, you know, take, 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 take. Oh, I'll choose that one. That's the best version of you, but at that time, not, you know, True. 10 years ago. But in saying that, Thoughtful Troy's advice is the reverse yes. of that. Yeah. It's not saying, you know, use a picture from years ago where you look better to pick no, up. No, no, It's saying, no, no. use a bad one. That way, when you yeah. meet the person, going to impress. Take the photo when you just get out of bed before you shower. <laughs> So I, I just love the fact that or, you and I are giving or, or, singles advice. I mean, yeah, this is great. Exactly. You know where you need to take the photo? When you're standing out the front of your house naked with two <laughs> tissues, releasing moths. And I tell you what, so all they're going to think of is, like, gee, here's not any for a while. There's moths coming out of it. <laughs> oh, and on that note, I am Joe. I'm Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are. <laughs> I was so impressed when I let that moth go, man. I'm sure you were. Oh, I certainly was appreciative. Maybe he was knocking on the window saying, thanks, dude. Save my life. <laughs> <laughs>